Hey, welcome to Sunday Night Lovey. Sunday Night Lovey is an ongoing presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network. 613 on your dial. The Tonight Shia prophetic vision in the 21st century, the message of Nevi'im Mishum, the story of the Book of Shmuel. This series will focus on how the Nevi'im um, in the Book of Shmuel sent us many messages for our time. The series dedicated to Zechon Ishmas, Harav Yerachmiel, Ben Aaron Mayer, um, and also Zechon Ishmas, uh, Ruvain Ben Mordechai. Um, I just uh, just uh, one other public service now before I start to share. On Wednesday night, at, if anyone's interested, uh, on the local network, please come, especially. Um, at 9.20 on Wednesday nights, I, I'm going to start a five-part series on foundations of Emunah, foundations of faith. Uh, so if anyone's interested, I'll, Moshe, I'll send you the link. Um, and uh, and uh, the, shul, the, the shul, the link is already out. I'll send it out again, of course, on Tuesday and again on Wednesday. Uh, it should be a, a hopefully a shear that will elevate us uh, during the three weeks. And and prepare us properly for the for Chodesh Elul and Rosh Hashanah. So please, everybody, uh, mark it down to attend nine twenty on Wednesday night. The reason it's nine twenty because it's after nightly halacha um, in deference to nightly halacha. So it will start at nine twenty. So uh, please uh, please uh, make a note of it. Uh, again, uh, I'll, I will send Moshe Freelander the link. Uh, but the rest of us, it's on email. If you didn't see it on the email, please let me know. Please please uh, message me privately, and I will send you the. The uh, Zoom link. So the shares on Zoom. Okay, so so you could be there. Okay. Um. So we kind of uh, went through went through Dovin and Bashav. Okay, I'm I'm not gonna you know la- labor on this anymore. Um. There was um. Uh. You know that we 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 talked about how the child died, and um. One uh, one one message that I think that's important. So I just want to I'll mention something as it relates to the three weeks. Um, that you know, you know, it's we saw that David Amel left that after the child died, it says that he he, he that that's when he, he went back to eating, like he said, he was fasting and then he ate. Uh, and then there was a sense of normalcy, so to speak, that was returning to to David Amel's life. So, so, so we know that 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 there is a concept. So I, I mentioned last week the Shulchan Aruch says that also Lisabel Almeso Yosemidai, person not, not permitted to um. To um, be misabel to mourn for for a loss of a relative too much. Meaning, meaning we have a process called shiva. We have shloshim. If it's apparent, we have yid based kodesh. But then a person has to has to move on uh, with their life. I, I, I don't know if I mentioned the story last week uh, that I had when I was in the Bronx. I had a, an individual who actually lived in Woodmere, but worked in the Bronx, and he used to come to us to daven because he was able to daven for the omit every day by us. Uh, and it happened that his, his one parent died. He finished the year and then the next parent died. Like, like, like he didn't even have a break in his availus. It was like one, one right into the other. And, and so I remember at one point I, I said to him, I said, how are you doing? Like, you know, this is you know, it's obviously a very, very difficult situation. So he said, I'm doing, doing okay. He says, that, he says, I don't have a choice. There's no, there's no other choice but to, but to be okay. Uh, I have to move on, you know. Uh, and, and I think that's an important point. Uh, Rabbi Soloveitchik um, says that that there is a difference between what he calls avelis chadasha and avelis yishana. Avelis chadasha is is like when a person loses a relative. Avelis yishana, Rabbi Soloveitchik points out, relates to to the korban on Yerushalayim. He says that when it comes to the korban on Yerushalayim, when it comes to mourning for the base of Mikdash, he says there's no such thing as as avelis yosemidai. There's no such concept that we we're, we're yeah enough already and, and and we need to move on. The only way we could undo the the availus of the of the base of Mikdash is to is to um, 
is they have it rebuilt to have Mashiach come. He says, therefore, that's why that's why we have Tisha B'Av every year. We have the three weeks, the nine days, uh, which are in the present form of. But David Amalek understood that uh, that on the Avelis Chadasha end, that when when somebody experiences Avelis Chadasha, so that so then he has to move on. And it says he got up and he ate and 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 and, and I and I think uh, uh, and I think they and it says they questioned him. Um, and, and he said, "Why should I fast anymore? Can I bring him back? Can, can, can I change? Can I change the reality of the child's death?" He said, "I can't do that. He's done. He's done. He's when, when, when a person's alive, we spoke about this idea that that a person is not supposed to ever give up on the concept of rachmanus. That that the Kabbalah from David Melech was that even if the sword is forged against the person's neck, uh, um, a person's still." not allowed to to withdraw from asking for mercy even at the the, the, the last second um he says but once it's over um uh then it's over you know it, it, it's the same thing with halacha right right you're allowed to obviously if somebody is in critical condition on shabbos you do everything you can you call hatzalah you, you know you, you drive in a car you do it whatever needs to be done right what we call a sakana, a sick person where there's danger so you don't ask questions uh, uh um you, you know you're a shoita if you ask questions you're a fool if you ask questions you take care of him then you worry about it before you observe shabbos properly um um but that's a holish sakana. He says, but once the person dies, then the mace becomes muksa. You're not allowed to touch it. You're not allowed to move. It. You're not allowed to deal with it. Uh, once they, uh, what they usually do is, if, it, if it's unless it's in a place where it's in a hospital, okay, so then they might move it. But but uh, basically, there, we, we, there's nothing to do. You can't be mochal Shabbos uh, for a mace, and 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 that's kind of what David Amelch said. He said, while while the child was alive, I'm davening. I'm, I'm fasting. I'm not. I I I couldn't sit down to have a meal. Now the child is gone. So what am I supposed to do? He says, he says, he says I'm not allowed. David Amel understood this halacha of Avelus Yosem Midai, about the concept of, of too much Avelus. He says, I have to get up. I have to eat. I have to do. I have to do. I have to, to be responsible. Um, but I think even more than that, and that's why the Novi tells us the story, he has to be the role model. And, and he's the role model of, of, of overcoming tragedy. Um, by 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 showing that by, by when David Amelak gets up and and he and he eats and and he and he and he does everything that he's uh, that he's supposed to, um, he becomes the role model and he and he and he tells the people he says hey he says why should I fast if he died can can I can I ring him back I'm reading Pasuk Gimel uh, on page two seventy six. Um, he says, can, can I bring him back? He said, I can go to him, but he's not coming back to me. He said, Now, I think this idea of immediately telling us about the birth of Shlomo uh, was also a message. Uh, it's, it's, a mes- it's, a me- it's a message of of really of, of how life has to continue that that when we we're faced with setbacks we have to we have to you know we have to move on in life and and they had and they called them yedidya um yedidya means that the the chavera of of hashem uh shlomo hashem says nasan anovi gave the name yedidya David Amalek gave the name uh, Shlomo. 
Now, now it says that um, Rotsulomar para oso beshte shemos shem shlomo laharos ki shalom yeye biyamo vashem ahivo bemashmao. So you did your interesting. Uh, so, so Mesudat David points out that the name Shlomo has the word Shalom, Shalom in it. Has the name has the word peace in it because, and that's an indication that in the time of Shlomo is going to be total peace in the land, and that's why he built, he's able to build the base of Mikdash. Yedidya means 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 uh, the friend of Hashem. Yedid means a friend. Yedidya, the friend of Hashem, and, and that that indicates that Shlomo is going to be uh, close to Hashem. It says. Uh, uh, so that, that's going to be um, that's going to be an important um, part uh, of what's going to take place. And Navi also tells us that um, that in the name Shlomo, there were there's an indication of, of the future and the, the positive future that's going to to come back. Uh, I mentioned last week that that a lot of Jewish positiveness comes out of difficult times. Like 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 a lot. No, no. Yeah, yeah. We had to go to Mitzrayim and be slaves, and then we had, and then we had, then we come out from. Uh, then we had Yitzias Mitzrayim, Kriyas Yamsov, and then Mount Torah. You know, and then we had, you know, yeah, they had to go to Eretz Yisrael and fight the war, and then they settled the land. Uh, you know, they, they went for the period of Shoftim, then comes uh, Shmuel Anavi and David and Shlomo. Uh, you know, there's always a, and 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 some of the challenging stories that 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 Jewish land. And that, which is a, really a message for all of Jewish history that that we built. Uh, I mentioned we build on ashes. Like 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 we we are not we do not get stuck on tragedy. We're not allowed to. You know even even you know if if you look at uh, uh, how many buildings, how many yeshivas, and how many shuls have the names of Holocaust survivors on them as donors because that that that's what we do. Like like we, we like we walk out of Auschwitz and we build shuls and, and yeshivas and 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 bate kinesios and 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 Jewish institutions and we put our names on it proudly and, and we say you know th th this is how this is how it's supposed to be uh, you know Panovich was built uh, on on uh, on the thought of fear and and in the end the Panovich uh, yeshiva was built despite the fact that there was fear of the Jewish people in, in the early 40s in Eretz Yisrael, the Rommel was going to come and, and going to attack them. And, 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 and that's, that's an important message of this story, uh, that, 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 that um, difficult times, always, always, it, it, it's, it's almost a guarantee. It's almost a guarantee that from, now, now I'm not saying if you're living through the difficult times, it's easy to see that light at the end of the tunnel. But 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 a Jewish person has to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and, and that's why and that's why you know again uh, to you know, to restate this, Tisha B'av is such a, a classic Jewish day, right? Like you know we sit on the floor and we mourn and we say kinnis, then we get off the floor, put on natalis, we put on tefillin, uh, you know we daven. Okay, yes, there's still restrictions on the day, and we don't say we don't greet people on Tisha B'av when we have all the inuyim that apply the whole twenty five. Certainly. But then, but then, but then, and you'll feel you'll feel it this year even more because it's Thursday. That and then we go right to Nachamo. Like, and then there's three half Torahs about the Horban Beis Amigdash. The seven half Torahs about the rebuilding of it because that's the balance. It's three. It's three prong prong challenge and seven prong building.
and comfort and and that's it and that's how it is and that and that's the message of this story as well they're from difficult difficult story difficult to understand difficult situation child dies as sad as it is but 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 there's always that that light that comes at the end Shlomo was born and and he's he's a symbol of peace and he's a symbol of 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 connection to a Kaddish Baruch Hu through Klau Yisrael right uh, and, and and it all connects back to David, the the famous uh, Gemara. Uh, I think it's Gemara Moikatan. It's a medrash that you know when when, the, when Shlomo built the base of Migdash, uh, he says that the gates. Uh, he went, you know, he said, mm-hmm. raise up the gates, right? And the gates were locked, and they didn't and they didn't want to open. But then when Shlomo said, Bavur David Avdi, you know, in memory of of my father David, your servant, and then immediately the gates op- op- opened up. Because that's that. Because all it all it all connects. It's a it's a perfect puzzle that, that all the pieces have to fit together, and that's that's what happens here. Okay, so anyway, that's 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 what I wanted to say on 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 this whole Indian at the end with with the child and and and, and all the different things that that take place at the end of the story. Okay, um, we're, I'm I'm on page two seventy six, literally the last word. <laughs> it's pasuk chavzayin. Uh, Again, we're gonna, again a little struggle for me to read tonight, but we're gonna. But the, but the words of the Novi are actually big. It's the, the more fortunate, they're a little small. But anyway, by Yilachem Yoav, the Rabbas Bnei So so we kind of we kind of now in the story of Basheva and Uriah, there was a war going on because that's how the whole story took place. That David sent him to the front lines. So so it, it's like it's like uh, you know. Meanwhile, back on the ranch, right? Like like like, like we had this whole incident in the middle. But 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 the Novi does not want us to forget that there was a conflict, there was a war uh, that was go that was going on, and Yoav, who was the uh, was the general, um, helps fight the war. So it says, "Vayilachem Yoav Rabas b'nei Amon." It says that 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 Yoav uh, that Yoav fought against against uh, against Rabbah of the children of Amon. Vayukod es ir hamalucha. And he captured the the royal city. Uh, it says that it says Makom Hechal Melech Hasamuch LeRabba Beilat Techashev. So it was the place of the uh, of, of the of the kingdom, uh, the place where where where, where the king was. Ir Shamelech Yosheba, right? Radak says the city that the king sat in or lived in. Vehine Kreis Ir Hamayim Shavuoso Ir Hayamayim Ulo B'Shara Ir. That city, there was water and not in other places. Right, it says that it says that he that he captured this this city first, um, and then and then and then uh, and then the then the other cities. Um okay. says he says Yoab was sure that he would soon conquer the city because the people could not can cannot long survive without their water supply. But when that happened, Yoab not of it would be hailed as the great as a great conqueror. Okay, which is interesting. Um Vaishlak Yoab, because he because he calls him in. Says Vaishlak Yoab Malachim El David. Says Yoab sent messengers uh to David uh Vayomer Nilchamti Baraba 
He says, I fought against the city of Rabbah and I've even captured the city of, of, of the water. Uh, so, and that's the message that he sends to David. The Ata, and now, he says, now you gather the rest of the people together and encamp against the city and capture it. Um, uh, Sorry, skipped. Because if I capture the city, my name will be attached to it. Meaning, meaning that people will say that that I'm the hero of the war uh, and not you. So it, it's a great, um, it's a great um, a reverence. A David heeded Yahweh's advice and immediately left with a large force for Abar, which is about fifty miles from Yerushalayim. So it says that it says that. That 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 Yoav had the sense that 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 David should be hailed as the hero. Um, now I I think I mentioned in the past that, that they were somehow related to each other. I don't. One was the uncle, one was the nephew. I don't remember which is which. Uh, if Yoav was that was that was the uncle and David was the nephew, I, I think it's the other way around. I think Yoav was David's uh, uh, uncle, and I mean David. I think David was Yoav's uncle, but whatever. But they were they were related somehow. Anyway, so uh, now so it says so he tells him to. Together, by Yisov David as Am, by Yelak Rabasa, by Yilachemba, by Yukudua, says that 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 he he went to he went to by Yelak Rabasa, by Yilachemba, by Yukudah. He says he went and he and he and he captured it. Um, so 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 David came and he and 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 he gathered and he battled and and he captured it. By Ikach as a terrace Malcom says he removed the king's crown. From his head, Me'al Rosho, Umishkala Kikar Zahav, and and he took uh, you know uh, the, he weighed out talent of gold, the uh, and a precious stone, but he arose David, and it remained over David's head. and says that they removed um, a lot of of uh, booty, a lot of uh, possessions uh, from 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 the city. So so anyways, this is what this is what happened. This, this is what happened. Right. So just uh, what we were just mentioning before, the Masudat David says, uh, it says, when it crushed me, Allah, that that Yoah said, I don't want my name put on it. The people shouldn't say that Yoav captured the city. He says, It's better for me that your name. Uh, be called o- over over the city um, for for your glory and for your and for your honor. Um, so it says. So what does it mean that? So so Radak points out. What does it mean? He says that the crown and the gold was hanging on on David. It says Tuluya Haisa Lamala Mirashosav Bishasha Yoshev Alakise. It says that it was hanging above his head when he was sitting on the throne. Right, because it makes sense. How could he on his head? Uh, you can't weigh on. You can't wear on your head uh, thirty or fifty pounds of gold on, on your head. It was a heavy. It was a heavy uh, thing. He says. He says. So. So. Rabbi Seinu Zal and and Ukedire Chazal Eveni Kara Shaisa Bashave Kikaza Biyor Amru Even Shoeves Biyesh Lefarishok Lohaisa Aroshot Tamid. 
The other explanation the Radak says that sometimes not no, it doesn't mean he wore it all the time. That sometimes you put sometimes you put on things even when they're uncomfortable, just to make a point, uh, a, 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 a temporary point. Yeah. It's pretty heavy, right? <laughs> I don't know how he walked. Right, right. But sometimes if you're uh, you know, you know, it's interesting. Like, like sometimes, like like hot water, like you know, you know, if if you don't know the water's hot and you touch it, your hand immediately jumps back. But if you know that the water is hot and you stick your hand in slowly, so there's a, a certain right. So it it means that sometimes he came out wearing it, uh, you know, possibly, but obviously it wasn't something that was on his head or 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 all the, all the time. And it's interesting uh, to understand exactly what, what the Navi is talking about um, uh, over here. Uh, Fine. Okay, but now. Pasuk Lamadal. The Esaam Ashaba Hotsi, Bayasam de Magera, of the Haritsea Barzel, of the Mag Zeros Habarzel. So he took out the people in the city and punished them uh, with, with swords, with iron threshing boards and with iron axes. And he had them dragged through the muddy streets. And this is what, this is what he would do to all the cities of, of Ammon, uh, David and all the people. Now we know, you know, we have a bad history with Ammon. Just want to, I'm just make sure I'm missing anything here. Okay, and we have we have we have a very bad history with with Ammon. So the Torah tells us that Ammonim um, a a male convert who who converts from Ammon or Moab is not allowed to marry a, a Jewish woman, right? It, it's it's a, some people some people translate that mistakenly, saying that we don't accept converts from Ammon and Moab. It's not correct. Uh, someone wants to convert. We, we, if they, if they're, if they're legitimate and they're, and they're, and they're nafsho chashka Torah, that we, we certainly accept them. But they're not. They're only allowed to marry another convert, um, and they can't marry a regular Jew, Jewish woman. Um, that, that's what the Torah says. Lo yavo right? That was the famous debate in Megillus Rus, whether and then eventually about David's legitimacy. right? The Gemara says that it's specifically the men, not the women. So if a woman converts from from Ammon and Moab, they're allowed to marry a regular Jewish man, and that's why Rus marrying Boaz was legitimate. Okay, that's a whole uh, topic uh, in itself. Anyway, anyway. Point is now what why 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 is it that why why is it that um Ammon and Moab we have such a bad history? So the so the so the Torah tells us Al Davarsha Lo Kidmu Eschem Balecha Muvamain. Um it's um it says that because when we came to their land and we 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 asked for bread and water, they refused to give it to us. The Gemara says in Yubamas that 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 was the, the role of the men, not the women. That the, the men were the one who were steadfast and refused to 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 act, to act in any way of chesed. Right, it's one of the vorts. Uh, just a quick thing on Rus is that Rus, who who's in Moab, in the land of lack of chesed, and she's she she her whole her whole 
um, nature, as Chesed said, moves to Klal Yisrael, uh, moves to the Jewish people, moves away from the people who lack Chesed and go to the nation that's completely Chesed. Elimelech, who, who is a failure in the world of Chesed, in the world of kindness, goes from, from the Jewish people and goes to Moab, so to speak, we say Matzamin is Mino, you know, you, you know, you know, they, they found they found their match. And 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 that's the movement that takes place in Megillah Swiss. Anyway, so Amon was not is not Amon was not a people, we're not kind people, we're not great people, we're not people that we really want to have anything to do with. So the harsh treatment of them is a little bit understood um in that in that context. So just 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 uh just a little point on that. Um, right, so you, say, so you look at the note, the commentators discuss what, what David actually did. He used these tools to torture the people or to kill them. It may also be that David merely pressed the, the Ammonites into forced labor, cutting and chopping wood, threshing grain and making bricks using, them, using these implements. In any case, David's harsh treatment of Ammonites was intended to frighten uh, other nations and deter them from attacking the Israelites. Dovin knew that the Ammonites and their neighbors, their their uh, their gratuitous, uh, the gratuitous cruelty of which their treachery uh, in was small example, and that their human sacrifice to Moloch was even more revolting. Uh, had to punish effectively. Such brutes would be deterred only in a manner that they could understand. So it said. So so he said. So he he quotes that. Um, and Das Mikra and others, he says that David was 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 making a point here. David was setting an example. David was saying is that is that if if you if you want to start up with us, he says he says those times where where the Jewish people will be pushed around or over. He says he says we are we we have established ourselves. We 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 have taken over the land. We we are you know we are living in peace or we want to live in peace. And any and anybody who tries to alter that peace is going to be is going to be in big trouble. Um, and, and, and it's, it's clear, uh, it's clear that, that, that's David's intention here. And that, and that's what he, that's what he's, uh, uh, and that's the point he's trying to make. So I, I, I think, and, and I've said this a number of times that it's important to acknowledge that, that besides the spiritual contribution and the many lessons that we learn from David Amelech, the, the, the geopolitical understanding that David Amela had of his role is also significant. That's what makes him great. Uh, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, as, as B'nai Torah and Yireh Shemayim, you know, as uh, people who study Torah and, and have, have uh, Yireh Shemayim, yeah. So you know, we're look, we're looking for that spiritual uh, component of uh, of the story. But but sometimes to get to the to the spiritual component, you have to get you have to go through the the physical component. Meaning 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 in, in order in order in order for David to make Eretz Yisrael a Torah center, he has to protect the land first. He has to push out the enemies, and he ha not only does he have to push out the enemies, but he has to send strong messages to them that if you try to come back at us, watch out. You, you want to know? You see what you see what happened to these guys? That's your that's going to be your fate. Don't start up with us. And, and the truth is, you really, um, after these a few parochim, you don't hear much about the enemies of the Jewish people until late in the life of Shlomo Amela. Like, he, he, David was really, really successful um, in, in creating those safety zones. And, and again, and, and then, and then, then what, what happens um, um, 
is is when Shlomo becomes king, the land becomes, uh, if I may use the term, the industrial revolution, uh, where where all the materials uh, to build the base of Megdash are flowing in from the north, from the south. They're getting it from all kinds of places, and and, and there was nothing to stop them. Like, like that flow of, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Hiram el who was a friend of David Amela, who helped Shlomo and sent him tremendous amount of materials and workers and to help build the base of Migdash. All of that happens in the shadow of what did, uh, of the geopolitical reality that David Amela uh, creates by by pushing out the enemies by expanding the borders right we, we, you know we throughout the Gemara there's this discussion of, of do you have to give Truma and Misa and uh, do you have to give the gifts of the Kohanim and Levim the lands that David expanded because uh, maybe they're not really Eretz Yisrael maybe they maybe the rabbinically you have to do it and, and, and different statuses that 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 they have but that's such an important understanding of, of what David did not you know writing Sefer Tillam is 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 crucial. And and it is, it is the spiritual force for generations to come, for all generations. There, there, there is never a day in our existence that we don't recite Tehillim. We daven. Uh, you say you say Ashrei every day. That's Tehillim. Well, the Halalukas, Mizmolatoda. You know, Lam Natsayach Mizmolatovid at the end of davening. It's all it's all the Shiras David Amel. So 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 that obviously that's 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 the spiritual. That's the eternal spiritual contribution and, and his behavior and how he acted and and all the and all the things that we discussed. But but we can't forget that 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 his his leadership role was a dual leadership role and and that he understood how he has to protect the Jewish people, which was a crucial part. Uh, listen, we we went through Sefer Shoft and we know that that was a crucial crucial part of uh, of Jewish history at that point. That the land, the, the the area was an area where there were wars all the time. Uh, you know, we read in read in, in, in the history books uh, the Carthage War and this war and the, you know all, all the wars. Even sometimes the, there were wars not involving the Jewish people. And in the famous story with with Yoshio when when the uh, Egypt wanted to march through the land to attack someone in the north. You know that that was a reality. David Amelech understood that 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 now now that he was told that he can't build the base to make us, but then but but then but then he understood. But then he has a role. His role is to set it up that the base to make us can be built, and the only way to do that was to clear the way, clear clear the roads, make make it a place of peace, make it a place of of good feelings, make it a place of safety, and. and and the way you do that is not only do you push out the enemy, but you send them a strong message that that you start up with us, you're going to be in trouble, and and and, and you're going to suffer. So, and, and and that's what the Navi is telling us here. How David, how again, emphasizing the significant leadership role of David Amel. Okay. And anyway, so that's that's uh, that's what I wanted to point out. Okay. Um, the Navi now turns. Right, we have a little more time. We'll start Parakid Gimel. Um, uh, the 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 Navi now turns to not such a great story. <laughs> we, had, we had we had a kind of challenging story. Ended up nice. Uh, Shlomo was born. Okay, but now we have a bad story. Um, now I, I we mentioned last week that part of the punishment for David in this whole story was was that there's going to be upheavals within his house. So the first upheaval in his house is the story of Amnon and Tamar. So so let, let's let, let's let's begin that story. Uh, let, let, let's try to understand it. Um, actually, uh, the art goal on the note points that out. He says in this chapter, Nathan's prophecy continues to, to come true. Earlier, Bathsheba baby died. Now two tragedies will strike David. Tamar is violated 
and the murder of Amnon. Abarbanel points out that these two events, which involved immorality and murder, were heavenly message for measure, were heavenly message, uh, measure for measure, taking a Basheva and sending Uriah to his death. Again, again, we're challenged with how to understand Chazal. Okay, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, we're just, just going to roll with it. Uh, now he just uh, points out the relationship of Tamar, Avshalom, Amman. There is much discussion in the Talmud and the commentaries regarding the relationship of these protagonists in this tragic event. Were they full siblings, half siblings, or Tamar and, uh, and Amnon, not brother and sister at all, a full discussion of all the opinions and halakhic ramifications is beyond the scope of this commentary. We have adopted a consensus of most commentaries as follows. David was the father of all three. Avshalom and Tamar were full siblings, okay? whose mothers were Ma'acha, daughter of the king of Geshur. Okay? Uh, whatever that means. Amnon was their half-brother, born from a different mother. Okay? According to the Talmud, Macha was, was a captive of war, a Yafas Toar, who, who was permitted to David uh, one time before he, he, one time before her conversion to Judaism, according to the rules laid down in, in Devarah. Tamar was born before her mother converted, and thus luckily not Jewish at birth. Although she later converted, David married Macha upon her conversion, and Avshalom was born to them. Amnon was David's son from a different mother. I'm not going to give you a test on this, but I just wanted to just to make you aware of this. Okay, I, I think that's enough. Uh, okay, so so it was it was a complicated uh, family relationship, right? Uh, whether they were brothers, whether they were brother and sister, whether she was, uh, what what was the nature of their mother, and how they. Okay, it was a complicated family situation. Okay, so so, so let's let's kind of begin the story, and then we'll see what happens. Okay, but by hiacharechen. Okay, after this whole story with David and Amnon and uh, uh, not Amnon, David and uh, Amnon and all the whole story. Avshalom ben David Avshalom had a beautiful sister, Ushema Tamar. Okay. Right? So as as Radak points out, Tamar Bas Yafastawa. She was the daughter of a Yafasto, a woman captured in war. A Varaya Kilo Yimanani Mimcha. It says that she, that, that uh, I guess she was conceived before, according to the Radak, she was conceived before, um, before she became, before her mother became Jewish. Radak says that 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 Maacha became pregnant from David after the first relationship, which was permitted, uh, while she was still a guy. And therefore, technically, Tamar was from from a non-Jewish seed, and then she converted. So when you convert, you're like a, you're, you're considered like a whole new creation. So therefore, technically, Amnon could have married Tamar. Even that's a little weird, but even that's a little weird. But anyway, Tamar Since she converted when uh, when when she was uh, a pregnant. Uh, 
ונעשה דבר לאישה וילדה לו אבשלום. ומה שאמנה אמון תבונה תמר אחוסי, לפי שעשה פסטה וקרא אחוסי. So why does Amnon refer to her as my sister? Because they were all one big family, and that's how people talk. So she had this sister, Amnon ben David, okay? Vayehava Amnon ben David. So I'm not going to get into that kind of discussion, but I guess I guess if you don't feel if you don't feel connected as a sibling, I guess I, I guess you could have a, a I guess the eight Sahara uh, works in uh, in a very in a very different way. So Vayitzer Lama, so it says Amnon lusted, had lust, lehis chalos, but so what what he wanted to do is 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 he was so. Um, desirous of her, right? It says that 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 he became sick. It says, "Haya miyatzer v'doe." It says he would he would be in anguish and he would worry. Acha yanira kichole, and and he would he, he was so hung up over this that he would walk around like a sick person, like he would look like a like like a sick person. Merov chashkoba. Um, from from the fact um, from the fact that that she was um, that he he has such a desire now so it says vayitzel li amnon hiskalos b'avur tamar achosa so it says achosa mina av ki besula and it says ki besula he right she was a virgin when we derech habesulos lasheves b'bias it was the it was the, if, uh, the 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 single girls would stay home olazeh haya and because of that, so he, you know, he couldn't do much. Um, it says, it says, as an unmarried girl, she would always be at home and, and supervised. Thus, Amna was deprived of any possible opportunity to seduce her. Alternately, the fact that she was a virgin made her that much more alluring to Amna and contributed to his love and sickness, right? So it's two ways. Uh, it was two two ways of uh, of of looking at it and how he and how he uh, approached her. So you know, but but I, I think we do see this idea that people can you know they they, they get a bug in their head and 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 you can't uh, and it and it becomes an obsession and and obsession drives people and 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 if it's not a good obsession, it's a problem and and it never leads to anything good. Um, it has to. Uh, you know the famous story. The Gemara Navodah tells a famous story. I think it's around Daf Yud Zayin. Elazar ben Nedunya, right? It says Elazar ben Nedunya was the most promiscuous, promiscuous man on the entire earth. It says that he had relations with everybody. So it says once that he heard. It says that once he heard that that um, that there was a woman uh, that was in another country that 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 was. Uh, that was a possibility for him. It says he traveled. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't need to tell you they didn't get on a on a, on, a, on a plane on, on a jet. Uh, he traveled to go and meet that woman, um, and, and 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 he meets the woman. And what does he? What does she say to him? I forget the launch system, but she says something like a very like 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 something along the lines that. That look how far you, you you look how much effort you put in to commit a sin, 
something along those lines. And, 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 you know, you came so far, you, you know, o- over the mountain and through the woods, you, you know, you, you travel to, to commit an Avera. And it says that that, 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 that hit him uh, uh, in a, in a very, like, that, that completely shattered him. And it says that Gemara is disguised that he ran to the mountains and he said, he, had, he said, the mountain should beg mercy in heaven for him. And the mountain says, people commit sins on us. We got our own problems. And he went around to different things and he said, they should beg mercy for him. And then no, no one was able to help him. And it says then, and in the end, he realized the ain't a dover totally be. Says that that in in the end, in the end, the only the only one that could help me is myself. And it says that he says he put his his head between his his his, his legs, right, the place where he committed all his averos, and and he daven to Kodesh Baruch Hu, and and he did tshuva shleima. He did a complete tshuva. He did a complete repentance. And and the, the famous Gemara says that a Baskal, a heavenly voice, came out and said, Rebeloza ben Nedunya, Rebeloza ben Nedunya, Mezuman l'chaye olam haba, is invited, is invited into olam haba. So the Gemara, so Rebbe, Yashua, Rebbe, Yubacha, it says that Rebbe cried and says, Yeshikona olama b'sha'a achas. There are, there are some people that one act, one moment of greatness, and that's when they, they, they acquire their share and in the world to come. So ima- imagine uh, what you know what we have to do and what we have to watch out for. So anyway, that's one of the great. That's one of the great shubas. Every every rav has used that kamara in a shabbos shubah at some point. Um, anyway, anyway. So so you know. So we see we see that that you know that that nature and that that desire that people build up in themselves and 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 they become you know praised. To a point where, where you know, he was willing. He literally traveled all over the river and through the woods uh, to to find this woman who he hadn't had relationships with. It's it's amazing. It's amazing what what people will do when you become obsessed. Because if you become obsessed with the Torah, uh, then, then it's amazing what you could accomplish. So that that's 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 the other end. That's a good thing to be obsessed with, or be obsessed with humility. <laughs> it's, it's another good thing. Anyway, so what did he do? We'll just read a little more, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll do the, we'll get into the story next week. Um, uh, so I'm known Rea. So I'm known that. So always when you have a, uh, um, always when you have a, um, a plot uh, to do something bad, you always need a, you always need a, a friend, right? Can I, right? Most good plots you can't carry out by yourself. It says I'm known Rea. He had a friend. Ushmo Yonadab ben Shimi Achi David. So Yonadab was the, uh, uh, the, the was it says Yonadab ben Shimi. Achi David. He was uh, he was the son of David's brother. Okay, he was uh, it was his nephew. David's nephew. And Yonadav was a was a great uh, smart intelligent man. So anyway, so so basically his uncle. He said to him, "Why, why do you, why do you walk around all day, uh, you know, with the forbidden to put him? Uh, like, uh, let, 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 like, what's your problem? <laughs> like, 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 for God's sake, you live in the palace. Like, 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 like what, what, what could possibly be bad in, in your in your life that you walk around looking uh, sublimed? You know, and you know, he said, he says it doesn't make sense. So, so he says, listen. So, so he confides in him and says, uh, I, I, I love the." You know, I love that this 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 the, the uh, Avshalom sister Tamar. Vayomelo Yonatan Shechava Mishbacha Bhiskal. 
Says, I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to fake illness, right? And then you're going to request that Tamar, your sister, come and serve me some food and let and let, let her prepare a light meal in my sight so that I may see and eat from her hand. Okay? Now, what's amazing about the story is that nobody picked up on this. <laughs> that, that's amazing about the story. Like, like, like this, this is like, this smells bad on, on, on every level. And, 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 and you know, uh, uh, you know, but, but, you know, again, but it was amazing. It's amazing what you see that every plot, there's, there's always every bad story. So there's always a group of people. There's never one guy. Right, well, one guy could be bad, but you know, but but you know, if you don't have a, a supporting cast, you can never do anything, right? Right, you know, you know, I, I, I'm not, you know, I will say this publicly, like I do not have sympathy for the Ukrainian people. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, the, the the you know, in, in Babi Yar, uh, you know, when they killed the 25,000 Jews in two days in the Ukraine, uh, you know, it, it's hard, and 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 I don't believe their great grandchildren are any better. So you know. That's how the Holocaust happened. All the collaboration, the collaborators. Without without the collaboration of all the people that were willing to do it, it never would have happened. If people like if, if people like, in Denmark, they said it's not going to happen here, and they stopped it. If everybody would have did that, the Germans would have become exhausted to fight it, and it wouldn't have happened. Doesn't mean Jews wouldn't have died, but not on the numbers that that we saw, and there wouldn't have been gas chambers, and there wouldn't have all that. When you're in a bad plot, like Oila Russia, Oila Shkena, right? Korach didn't rebel himself. He, he he rebelled with Ruvay. That that you know that, you know that that's that, that's what happened. He took he had 250 people from Shevet Ruvay because you can't do it by yourself. Because by yourself you're just uh, an annoying voice. But once you gather a uh, collaboration, so then so then it uh, um, it, it, it comes together. Uh, okay, I, I think we're going to stop here for tonight because a, 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 it's, it's again, a little hard for me to read this book. Um, um, but uh, but I, I just wanted to give you the, the background of this story and, and see what happens. But we do need to discuss why nobody picked up on this story. So we, we, have, we have to figure that out. We have, we have a week to figure out why no one smelled, smelled this plot out, out from underneath. And, and What? Yeah. It's a hard story to swallow, but we're gonna we're gonna deal with it uh, firsthand. Thank you all for coming on tonight. Um, I, I appreciate it, Mr. Shem. We're gonna continue. Uh, okay, I also invite everybody to join the uh, Foundations of Amunashir that will take it's a, a five part lecture series that will take place beginning Wednesday night, um, and er everyone uh, in, uh, hopefully will come um, and enjoy it. Uh, hopefully, will be inspired by it. Uh, Mr. Shem will continue with Novi next Sunday night. And uh, as we get into the uh, the story of Amnon and Tamar, and we'll try to make some sense of it. Good night, everyone, and thank you for coming. <laughs>